When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Courtney Cronin, David Dennis Jr., Kevin Black, and still Monica McNutt. Let's clip in, everybody. Off the saddle. Let's go. <laughs> Franchise tag season starts today. Dipping in with Lamar Jackson and how he thinks things are going with the Ravens. Drama. Let's go. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens already in a spin cycle. Here's how cryptic Jackson went today with this post. No matter how much genuine love you show, it'll never be enough. So bleep it. Head explosion. Today, actually just one hour ago, the beginning of the franchise transition tag window. Next two weeks, we'll decide where the Ravens and Jackson are, whether they tag them, whether there's a long-term deal, or maybe irreconcilable head explosion differences. David Dennis Jr., around the horn to you. How does today's post land with you? As a fellow millennial slash Gen Zer on the panel, we've seen this so many times before. Some people just so unhappy in their relationship and they just post passive aggressive things on social media. And all we want you to do is either get out of the relationship or work it out. Figure it out, please, because we don't want to see this anymore. For Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, it's the same thing. Either leave or stay, but the franchise thing is a non-starter right now. He's not going to play with the franchise tag. Either give him the money that he's going to, that he is asking for, or trade him to the Falcons or the Panthers who have this high pick. But right now, this is on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is your entire offense. They're 11th in in, in yards when he's on and 30th when he's not there. They need to sign this guy and give him what he wants. Mm. Wait, but do you believe a franchise tag is in play here or not? I'm, I'm a little bit confused. You think Lamar would refuse a franchise tag, would not play? Yeah, 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 Lamar, I, I don't think there's any way that Lamar is going to settle for this franchise tag uh, thing. I mean, if they do a short-term thing in terms of, you know, and then sign him for something, what he wants, but he's not, I don't think he's playing. Let's go to Courtney Cronin tag. here on what you're hearing, and it, it seems to be leading towards that highest-level franchise tag. Would Lamar Jackson balk at that? Well, David's right. Players typically don't play if you're a quarterback on the franchise tag. There have been two examples of it in the last 10 years. Drew Brees in 2012 worked out a long-term extension. Dak Prescott did it a day after getting tagged in 2021. When we talk about these Instagram posts, though, and what Lamar really means, there was one that he posted at the end of the season after they bowed out of the playoffs in the first round that said, when you have something good, you don't try to play with it. And the the Baltimore Ravens are showing that 
that they're okay losing Lamar Jackson, which is an absolute asinine thing when we talk about quarterback futility in the NFL and how difficult it is to find that franchise guy. And I truly don't think that he's going to settle for anything less than $45 million a year on a long-term deal. There were four quarterbacks last season that signed contracts that paid them an average of $46 million a year. Lamar Jackson should take no penny shorter than that amount. Mm -hmm. So that's another Gen Z millennial take from our panel. Now to Kevin Blackstone for another Gen Z millennial take. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me give you a little, let me put a little gravitas on that for you, Tony. Um, Courtney, Kirk Cousins, franchise tag. How many times? Twice. Played on Three it times yeah, almost. Right. And he played on it. And he has turned into the richest man in the history of the National Football <laughs> League, basically. So I think that Lamar Jackson should pay attention to that. And I think the Baltimore Ravens should remind themselves that, just what, what David said, that this guy is our offense. He's the guy. He's the, he's the reason that we've been in the playoffs. He's the reason that we've been a contender. I know he's 1-3 in three in the playoffs, but he's also got 45 wins in the regular season. One year they didn't get to the playoffs was the year he could only play 12 games because he got banged up. So this is your future. As I always say, there are two types of teams in the NFL. Those teams that are looking for a quarterback and those teams that have one. Right now, the, the Baltimore Ravens have a quarterback. You don't want to be looking for one. Monica McNutt. I don't understand this from the Ravens at all. Like, we all could fire off a bunch of different stats. I mean, if you look at his winning percentage since 2018, he's got the third highest winning percentage as a quarterback. All of the numbers equate to Lamar Jackson being the cornerstone of this franchise. And even if the Ravens wanted to somehow say that he would come up short in big-time moments, they've got to look at themselves in terms of getting him viable wide receivers consistently in terms of what they're trying to do offensively. And so this isn't just a Lamar thing. He should not settle. It is not his fault that the Browns threw the market off, and Deshaun Watson's contract is out there. He should absolutely go after what he believes he deserves. Right, and but are the Ravens playing this differently than other franchises, I guess is my question. The franchise tag is something that other franchises have gone to, and that's the position they are in. So to see the head explosion nuclear reaction that Lamar posted today, how do you think that goes over in Baltimore, Courtney? I'm sure they know what's going on and what it's going to come down to. And I think this might be a year where somebody gets tagged at the quarterback spot and gets traded somewhere else. They can use the exclusive franchise tag. If they use the non-exclusive, that's a smaller price for them to pay. And if another team matches that offer, which there are 12 teams right now that need a quarterback, by my estimation, someone's going to pay him what he's worth. That just shows you that if you want Deshaun Watson money, it's going to come being traded somewhere else. And that's not a good price. reaction right now, Courtney? Lamar Jackson a Raven in September? I don't think so, and that no. changes my opinion from where, what I said last week, but because of the lack of communication we've seen between the quarterback and the franchise, we're getting closer to that deadline. I think And just a yes or no answer around the horn. Up. David Dennis, Lamar Jackson, a Raven in September? No. Kevin Blackstone? Yes. Monica McNutt? No, this would have been done already at the beginning of the season. We move on. Where the Giants and Daniel Jones are today. Similarly, the next two weeks will decide franchise tag, transition tag, long-term deal. With New York, there's also a Saquon Barkley question for the team now. And whether that might be trending towards the Giants not signing Barkley, letting him become a free agent. New York Post, Paul Schwartz reports that. Is this suggestion a possibility? Courtney, should the Giants be building around Jones? or be building around Barkley, or both, or neither. 
both. And one thing is clear. They want Daniel Jones back as their quarterback next year. But unlike Lamar Jackson, we've seen one good season of Daniel Jones this year. The lowest interception rate in the NFL. There's still proving ground here, though. I think that you can give him the non-exclusive tag if it comes to that. And another team could end up matching that offer. You get two first-round picks back in the process. But the problem with that is that's a direct hit on your salary cap. That will affect his supporting cast, which will be much like it is this year. I think you give Daniel Jones a two-year, 60 to $70 million contract to be able to give yourself more time to evaluate him in the long run. A two-year deal. Do you see that often? You don't, you, are players willing to sign for that short-term deal, I wonder? David Dennis Jr., I'll bring you in. Yeah, you got to have both of them. Saquon Barkley, uh, one second. Uh, 57 receptions. 338 yards, 5.9 yards. All right. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Uh, Last show, Mr. Dennis lost a few points for maybe consulting some stats on a piece of paper (laughs) underneath the camera. Today he's having fun with it. I'll give him a point for that. Go ahead. You need, you know, just making sure we're accurate here, Tony. We're not trying to cheat the game at all here, okay? Look, I think that, you know, you need both of these guys because Saquon, the point is Saquon Barkley unlocks that passing game, and Daniel Jones needs him to do that. You don't know what kind of quarterback he is without Barkley. You need them both. So I agree with Courtney. Short-term deal, backload uh, Barkley's uh, contract as much as you can, get some receivers out there, and then work on that way. Who else is really in the market for Daniel Jones? Who are you bidding against? against uh, if you're the Giants. So that's probably the best, the best option. Kevin Blackstone? Yeah, I mean, you want to build around both of those guys. And the one thing I'll say about Daniel Jones is he's slowly been proving the critics wrong when he got to New York. And sure, was this a breakout kind of a year for him? Yes, but he's gotten incrementally better year after year after year. And he's somebody I think that you can, you can trust that offense to, especially when you've now got a healthy Saquon Barkley to hand the ball off to or throw the ball, out, throw the ball to coming out of the backfield. So both of those guys I think are valuable to the Giants, and they would be smart to figure out a way to keep both. Let of them. me ask you this, though, Kevin, to use your own words to you. You're either a team with a quarterback or a team without a quarterback. Is a team with Daniel Jones a team with a quarterback? Yes, that is a team with a quarterback because he's getting better and you can trust Monica him. Monica McNutt. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you look at that division, a team without a quarterback would happen to be Washington. Like, I think there's so much continuity there, and so you figure it out with Daniel Jones. I don't know how the two, the short-term deal is going to go over. I understand that he thinks he's worth a lot more. But he did have more game-winning drives this particular year than he had had the three years prior as a Giants starting quarterback. And so there is growth there. But I'm just hesitant, y'all, because it's still one year, and you got to factor in Dayball into this equation as well. Like, I'm just not 100% sure what you're going to get from Jones Going long term. Last word. Yeah, I think with, with the, the situation that has to play out here for the New York Giants is to get that long-term deal done before March 7th so then they can actually use that franchise tag on Saquon Barkley and limit his options on the free mm-hmm. agent. See, so you guys walked into a <laughs> fight with an NFL beat reporter here. <laughs> it's a tough hill to climb. We'll move on. One more story here. Quarterbacking in the NFL. Derek Carr to the New York Jets. Report from... David Carr, is that Derek and Robert Sala headed off over a meal this week? David Carr might have an inside source there. Kevin, would Carr to the Jets now make most sense? Well, it would for the Jets. Um, Obviously, they're looking, and he's a solid guy. Uh, He's taking teams to the playoffs. We know his record. I think this really speaks to the fact that, look, this is early in this process, right? He's going to be shopping himself around as well he should. He's earned that right. Um, They had a great meeting. 
Apparently went to a fine Italian restaurant in Summit, New Jersey called Fiorino's. Mm -hmm. I've not been there. I looked it up. They've got outstanding ratings. Oh, you can eat, you can eat good Italian in, in Jersey. Absolutely. Don't worry, there, Kevin. Started Blackenstein. out with a good Negroni too. <laughs> All right. Monica McNutt, good research there on the story. Uh, Monica McNutt on Derek Carr and whether the Jets should go after him right now. Um, I mean, everybody knows the Jets are going after Aaron Rodgers first. I mean, Derek Carr, he was a pro bowler this year, although he wasn't like a first, second, third, or fourth choice pro bowler, but he made it in. I don't think that this is the Jets' first choice, but they're wise to explore it. Courtney Cronin, what are you hearing? Yeah, this was not a situation where he goes into his visit last week and they say, we can't let him out of the building without signing him. It's early in the process. We know that he's visited with the Saints, too. And there's a long list of teams that might be interested in a veteran quarterback that he would want to look at and give himself the due diligence of going through the free agent process. Plus, he has to get the assurance from someone like Woody Johnson, the owner who wanted a veteran quarterback, to know, hey, if Joe Douglas gets fired in a year, if Robert Sala gets fired, I want to make sure I'm not here as a short-term Rental. David Dennis Jr. I'm sure that Italian restaurant was great, but it had nothing on me and Tony's favorite Olive Garden. Everybody knows that. David. But wow. it seems like a lot of posturing here between these two, <laughs> between these two uh, parties here. We know the Jets want Aaron Rodgers. Carr knows the Jets want Aaron Rodgers. So this seems like they're posturing to see what, you know, until Rodgers uh, makes his decision. Uh, Olive Garden? <laughs> Endless breadsticks, Tony. Speaking Come on of the now. menu, though, coming up, calamari and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he's back. Oh, look what you did there, Tony. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. Start by yourself with a story maybe we never thought we'd be doing. Brittany Griner officially back with the WNBA. Here it is, official with the Mercury saying it's the news we've been waiting for. Uncharted territory for a pro athlete. The last year, the 294 days detained in a Russian jail, the never knowing how and if she'd make it back. We typically ask for expectation for an athlete coming back from injury or time off. This is at such another level, Monica. But just how does Brittany committing to coming back to playing for the Mercury strike you? 
Um, I love to hear this, Tony, but I think this is just the next step in a very long journey for Brittany Griner. Prior to the 2021 season, the bubble season, she was someone who was honest about mental health issues. And I think we can only imagine what it was truly like to go through her experience in Russia. I also think back to her lawyers saying they offered to bring her a basketball as a way to find solace while she was um, in prison. And she didn't want to play basketball because she said it was too painful. And so I'm sure that this is a step in the right direction in terms of the journey. And I'm very grateful to hear that Commissioner Kathy Engelbert has acknowledged that BG might need special accommodations in terms of travel this year. Mm -hmm. Kevin Blackstone? Yeah, I mean, it's getting back to life. There was a picture of uh, Sherelle and uh, Brittany at the Super Bowl uh, just last weekend, smiling in the stands, wearing their colors. It looked great. So now she gets back to the team, which she won a championship with way back in 2014 with Diana Taurasi. So this is part of the healing process. And, you know, if I'm a Mercury fan, I'm excited about this. If I'm an WNBA fan, I'm excited. If I'm a sports fan, a human being, I'm excited about what I'm seeing. David Dennis Jr.? This is another heartwarming chapter to a story that a few months ago felt like it was teetering towards a tragic end. We there was this seemed like there was no end in sight for her detainment, and now she's going to be on a basketball court. If she does nothing else but step on that court, we're looking at one of the most inspiring stories in all of sports. And you know, it's not just for her. That Phoenix Mercury team was reeling all last season trying to keep it together while their teammate was, you know, in dire straits. And so now to see them all together is going to be restorative for all parties involved. The last time we saw Brittany Griner play during the 2021 WNBA Finals, she was nothing shy of spectacular. And I know she's going to be a centerpiece back on this Phoenix team. They've got one other center on the roster and Megan Gustafson. That's BG's role. But I don't care about any of the basketball stuff. The only thing I'm concerned about right now for Brittany Griner is how she, how the Phoenix Mercury are going to help her deal with the PTSD that she very likely is still trying to sort through after being detained for months on end in Russia. Buy or sell two college football executives with an interesting headline this week through Sports Illustrated, considering measures to shorten games. Of the measures they're considering, it includes running clock after first downs, which is something the NFL does, but college football hasn't, and running clock on incomplete passes after the ball gets spotted, which would be strategically very interesting and, and different than the NFL. Courtney, buy or sell? That last one about the clock being stopping after the ball is spotted on passing plays, I think, is the one that will have the biggest impact because you're going to have a lot of teams here that are pass-heavy being affected by this one. On top of Pac-12 after dark going away, you're not going to have four-hour games anymore. But the biggest issue in college football is replay. It takes forever. There's plays that neither team really cares about getting reviewed that are getting reviewed. So I think that you have to adjust the replay rule, have all scoring plays be reviewed, and then within two minutes have those be booth reviewed. David Dennis Jr. I'm buying that we're keeping the clock running after these first downs and keep them running after the first downs within the last two minutes of each half. I, it's too easy to score at the end of a game when you're stopping at the first, at the you know every first down. You're going to overtime and then that lasts forever because of those crazy overtime rules. So give me the chaos of the you know uh, spiking the ball, getting the, you know running to the scrimmage line, doing everything you can at the end of the game. Keep the clock running. Kevin Blackstone. 
You know, I've not really heard any of my friends, and I really haven't complained about college football games being too long. You all are mm. turning me on to something new mm. here. I kind of enjoy sports. That's what I do. That's what I like to watch. But what I do, <laughs> what I am troubled about here is the fact that what you're saying is they're making the game more like the NFL. You know what, college? If you want to make the game more like the NFL, then treat the employees more like the NFL. And that's what the case, Trey Johnson versus the NCAA, that is worming its way through the judicial oh, system yes, right now. Yes. Is okay, that's true, but isn't that, that's, that's not what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about the time of games and how college football games are, are running longer than NFL games currently. Some are even running to four hours, the ones that are really high-profile, nationally televised. Monica McDutt? Subterfuge. KB, I understand how you could branch off that way, but I'm going to go with making it more like the NFL is better preparation for these athletes. But more importantly, I'm convinced that this article is just to get back in the news cycle because there's no way you have a conversation about shortening college basketball or college football games or any sport for that matter without looking at how long reviews are taking across all of sports. We need a review clock. You got to acknowledge the human error. It's human experience. Woo. Get over it. The reviews Woo. are taking too long. I hate it. Don't get me started with Monica McNutt, a new segment on the show, but really grinds my gears. Monica, you're, you're catching up the stone. Should I do a review of the scoring here and maybe see if you got those extra points on review? You've got 15 seconds to get no, it done. Oh, you don't like reviews. All right. No, it's not happening for you. Ronan Blackstone Showdown, two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's showdown and for starters, Calamari. New Arizona's culture. Jonathan Gaddon. Saying if it wasn't for Kyler Murray, he wouldn't take the job. He Let's go, man. He and his staff could take Murray to the next level. Here's the video of their meeting up. Courtney Cronin pairing Kyler Murray with Jonathan Gaddon. How's it going to go over? I don't know how it's going to go over, good or bad. I do know that it'll breed more balance, though. Jonathan Gannon said that they want to have an offense that'll uh, bring out both of his skill sets, under center and out of the shotgun. Like to see him under center more. Mm. It'll come out great if Kyler stays healthy, if Ertz is healthy, if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't get suspended again, if everybody on that offense that got banged up can play. At least you're both optimistic. I wasn't sure if you guys would even be optimistic about this pairing. Under center calamari. Sounds, sounds like a, we could do something with that. A little lemon crackling some pepper. Oh, there you College go. baseball, an ejection for excessive celebration. We're going to show you every second of Washington's Will Simpson from swing to dugout. And you tell me where and when 
the celebration gets excessive, and if it gets ejection worthy. So Kevin Blackison, it's still going, but you tell me where, first to you. What are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about here? First of all, that was a weak back flip. I would love to teach guys how to really flip a bat. And second of all, this in front of your own bench, apparently? What's that about? These over-officious jerks. Mm-hmm. Corny Cronin. Isn't celebrating the name on the front of the jersey instead of the back of Thank the jersey you. the ultimate display of being a true teammate? Oh, and on top of that, some more solidarity. His manager got ejected, too. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Split the point, but Cronin gets the FaceTime. There's Alexander's horrible, no good, very bad day, and then there's what happened to Terry Francona, Guardians manager, yesterday. In preparing for his team speech at training camp, he said, no, assistant coaches, I'm too nervous, I gotta work on this, I can't go to dinner with you guys. So he's making pasta at home, chips his tooth, and then gets to training camp what? at 3.30 in the morning, spills coffee all over wait, his Wait, 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 go back to chips his tooth on pasta? Oh, no. Tyson, it what are you doing? I've heard of El Dente before. What are you doing, man? Sauce. That doesn't happen at Olive Garden, people. Don't you what? dare. Don't you dare. Salted water. 